Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and the Banzuke for the January tournament just came out. We've had a look through and we're here to take you through it. Yeah, Sumo's back. 24th of December, a.k.a. Banzuke Day. A.k.a. Christmas Eve. We made the mistake <laughs> of doing our Banzuke prediction way before today. So it was like three or four days ago. Yeah. And then we couldn't sleep. We were like little kids at Christmas. But it wasn't because of the Christmas presents. It was because of this gift of a Banzuke looking forward to the, the January Basho. And how would you say that we did with our predictions? <laughs> well, well, here at Sumo Mainichi, we love optimism. So let's just say that we'd uh, we'd bumped a few people up. A little bit too far. I think there's a saying that goes, it's better to have over-promoted than to never promoted and, and lost. Hang yeah. On, what is it? Never promoted at all. Under-promoted. Yes. It's better go. to have over-promoted than under-promoted in the sumo world. Yeah. So we have seen a little bit of sumo around at the moment. There's been the combo training. Uh, they've been uh, great enough to offer that again in these uh, COVID times where people can come together away from their stable safely and train together. We saw quite a big group uh, this time, but people ducking out for days here and there. And we should say that the Geiko pre-COVID is a common training technique where Rikishi will go and train against uh, Rikishi from other stables, but we got to see it televised live. So we actually sat one morning and watched the whole training session. It was amazing. Yeah, it was a, a real another Christmas gift given to us by the <laughs> Japan Sumo Association uh putting it out on their YouTube channel. Now, I want to get your thoughts on something. The production of it was quite interesting. I was about to say there were two cameras. Two cameras, often doing the same thing. A little bit wobbly, very similar angles. White balance is completely different. <laughs> uh, my favourite part was when the main shot was showing Kiribayama's facing close up from one angle and then the picture in picture was showing Kiribayama's <laughs> face from a slightly different angle. And I, I was like, I feel like I'm there. Well, the other <laughs> tantalising thing was that at one point Kiribayama and Ichinojo were having a discussion at the back. So they were showing the actual um, training, but then you could see them whispering at the back. And I'm like, get that second camera around there, yeah. pick up that microphone and find out what they're talking about. The other one was uh, Takiyasu and Anosho. What were they you, talking well, about? I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall there. I, I mean, the sound was the other thing that jumped out at me, where footsteps of people in the background were deafeningly loud. <laughs> we both work in audio and do a lot of recording. Yeah. Um, and a lot of um, sound work. And the audio was was baffling to me because you could hear um, Kakuryu right at the back hitting the pole so loudly and Hakuho's footsteps, footsteps when he was walking across in the background. And it, yeah, it definitely wasn't that the microphones were at the back of the room because this, there, there were microphones that we couldn't work out where they were. Hakuho's footsteps, it was like an elephant walking past. <laughs> it, was, it was either the most advanced audio treatment of oh, a yeah. sumo training ever or, uh, or they... They lucked out because the sound was actually amazing. It did really put you there. So we saw, as we mentioned, Hakuho was there. He was fully training. Uh, he was calling out different people every day and he stated that he wanted to uh, fight against a range of guys in the training, a and range of sumo techniques. Looking like his uh, injury is under control. He was moving quite well. I think so. He did spend a lot of time. He doesn't come on until the end, of course, because he's the star. So he sort of just sits around looking glorious for a while. And he was fiddling with his feet a bit and doing um, all the things that he probably needs to now to get that ankle and his feet feeling okay and, and his arms but, yeah, he was there. He was showing up. He was doing Batsugari. He was doing the uh, the proper 
bouts. Yeah. And people. so one of the things that we sat down and watched was Hakahore calling out Takakesho. <laughs> so this is where they do multiple bouts in a row against each other. Takakesho just got pushed to his absolute limit. He was breathing so hard. I mean, we know he has fairly advanced breathing problems anyway, but he was sucking in the air. He was collapsing every couple of minutes. And Hakahore would grab his uh, his top knot and just give it a wiggle and sort of give him a kick and be like, get up, get up, you can do it. Yeah. And I, I did see a little bit of chatter online about Takakesho's fitness. And definitely, I mean, normally they go for about 10 to 12 bouts in, in you know this kind of session. Uh, and maybe after three bouts, he was on the ground gasping for air. Yeah. But then, you know, can I say to the Twitter haters out there, think about <laughs> last Basho where he went twice against Terunofuji. That's all you need to do. Yep. Yep. He only needs to come back. And he did halfway through that training, actually. He was sort yeah. of rolling on the ground every 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> and literally rolling on the ground. Yeah. And then he got up and did and pushed Hakaho across the ring. So yeah. he... It's great training for him. I mean, it's just Hakaho said afterwards that he just wants him to be as strong as he can. Also, yeah. I think he wants to punish him and, you know, show him who's boss, of course. Uh, but it was hard work for Takakesho. It was really hard work for Asaniyama. He also was called out and was also rolled onto the ground and, yeah. and on his hands and knees quite a bit. I did notice with Asaniyama that they didn't fiddle with his hair or his they didn't kick him as much as they kicked Takakesho. You know, I mean, maybe they feel that Asaniyama doesn't need that yet. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's also a, he's a, a bigger guy and perhaps uh, there's a different dynamic there. Yeah. But, yeah, Asaniyama looked pretty tired as well. He, um, of course, pulled out of the last basho, so we're really looking – at him for signs of his injury and how he's going. Exactly. Oh, it was great to see Midori Fuji yep. matching it up with the Makuchi boys. Uh, he was looking really good, working very hard, as was Onosho. Onosho was there almost every day, I think maybe even every day. He, Takiyasu, who was a great leader for this training, I thought, showed showed signs of the Azeki that he has been, um, and Kiribayama worked so hard every day. There's something that happens to Kiribayama's hair I don't know why it's just him, but his hair goes wild almost immediately and it's sort of always sticking yeah. up or out to the side and he surely got put through his paces. He worked so hard, as did Onosho. Great now, training for them. There was another uh, special face there, Kakryu did turn up. He didn't take part in the bouts, but he did, uh, as they say, offer his chest up for a Batsukari session. So where the other Rikishi will push against him and just offer some resistance. So hard to really draw any conclusions from what mm. we saw on that day. Yeah, but great for him to be there and, and show up and, and be a leader in that way. We saw Ichinojo gossiping in the background pretty much the whole time. Uh, but he was – oh, and we saw Enho actually. Enho and Ishiura were the other ones. So they both will be in Jurio. Spoiler alert, Enho has dropped to Jurio, Jurio 3. Uh, they were fighting before the Makuchi guys mm. and um, – all of the other Makushta and some of the other Jurio guys were very keen to to fight with them. What, and then Midori Fuji strutted on as a Makuchi. What did you think of Enho's showing? Oh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. He he certainly wasn't dominating the way you would expect somebody who has, has come from Makuchi too and you'd hope to see it. Uh, I, I think guys were just dominating him. Yeah, as you said, they were very keen to have a crack. Yeah, they um, really wanted to go at him. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of forward movement from him. Mm. Now, contrast that to Ishiura, I saw some very, very strong training from him, so I think he will do well. 
We also saw Terunofuji and Mitakeumi. They only Mitakeumi only, I think, on day one. That's pretty Mitakeumi. So Mitakeumi. <laughs> but at least he showed up. Uh, and Terunofuji only day one, maybe another day as well. So a few guys dropping in and out. After Takakesho, after we saw him get absolutely wrecked by Hakaho, he also took a, two, a few days off but came back. Well, thank you to the JSA oh. or the decision makers there, whoever decided to stream that. Please do it again. Please. And not region locking it. Absolutely brilliant. Okay, well, January, let's get into the Banzuke. We have uh, both of the Yokozuna. Hakuho is still Yokozuna East. They both pulled out of uh, Kyushu of December. And so they both got a warning from the JSA. Yeah, it was just to pull their socks up a little bit. Uh, and, you know, there was great controversy around these warnings, but they wrote to both stables, which I think is cute, uh, saying that they do need to show up in January. So I think yeah, everyone will have their eyes on these guys, especially those first few days. Yeah, and they issued the same warning, interestingly, to the two of them, even though they're they're in quite different situations. Uh, and the other big news, of course, was that Kakiryu got his Japanese citizenship. And as soon as that the news of that came through, you know, the the internet was flooded with with thoughts that that would lead to his retirement, which obviously it will eventually, but we just don't know the timing. I flooded this house with thoughts yeah. when I heard it. Um, I, I mean, it can't be far away for Kakuryu. Mm. We might see it this basho if he doesn't last the 15 days. And it did make me think of it when I saw him at the training that he's going to be such a great Oyakata now and that's that's been confirmed. He's, go- he's just going to be lovely and, and I think that might be sooner rather than later. Hakuho, though, that's a different story. Let's see how he performs in January. Let's move on to the Ozeki. Of course, we have current new show winner, Takakeisho, after a great 13-2 effort. The other two, Ozeki Shodai and Asanayama, both left uh, injured last basho. Both of them Karuban. So their Ozeki status is on the line if they can't secure those eight wins. What do we think is going to happen here? Well, Asaniyama turned up at the training and he was looking okay. Uh, he has started to do sumo. He's started to, to train pretty heavily. So I think that he he will go okay. Um, Shodai apparently in the last couple of days too has started to train within his own stable. Mm. So that uh, that's good news because good news. he could be – uh, injured enough just not to start at all. So it looks like he's going to at least start. He's going to turn up, yeah. And it would be a surprise if he didn't. I mean, imagine becoming Ozeki straight away and then having to pull out. It would be very demoralising. It might be the best thing for his injury, but uh, they're never going to do that. <laughs> no, I think he'll definitely turn up. Takakesho is on a on a uh, Yokozuna run, we have to think. So if he wins back-to-back U-shapes, yeah. he might be up there. I've even heard that if he got a runner-up mm. and took b- both Yokozuna scalps that they could talk about it as well. Yeah. But a, an amazing thing that for this 24-year-old that Yokozuna is even part of the conversation. There's just so many narratives because will he even get the chance at the Yokozuna number one? And if he doesn't, that means that their, their situation is getting more and more dire. Yes. It may lead to yes. Kakuru's retirement. And so therefore they're desperate for another Yokozuna. Yeah. He's likely to do better and then there's a slot available for him <laughs> as such. And, I mean, we witnessed the, I would call it a power imbalance between Hakuho and Takakesho during the training. I can't wait to see how that plays out on the doyo. 
Exactly. And so much discussion about whether Takakesho is is Yokozuna standard. And I, I really don't want to engage with that because he'll show us. Exactly. The, there's really no point talking about it and even talking about what we've seen from him. I think we've seen it and I think in some bouts we, we don't see it. And so it'll be where he goes from here that well, determines whether he is or not. I take you back to the time where the talk was, is he good enough to be Ozeki? Yeah. And he's proven he is. I know. We, we just I've do. got a lot of faith in him. Tend to go on about it a little bit, but I think he will show us very soon in January. All right, Sekiwake. We've seen Sekiwake Terunofuji return. He's back. Uh, some people wondered why he wasn't promoted straight to Ozeki. You're never going to have that happen uh, when the first of your Ozeki run is from Magashira <laughs> 17. 17. <laughs> but he is definitely on an Ozeki run now. Yeah. I mean, his record from 2020 is amazing. He'll continue it in January and I think we'll see a new Ozeki in March. Absolutely. And it's just such a joy to watch him again. We're just uh, balancing that out with the knees and how long they can last. But but he is training and he is looking good. Takanosho is the other Sekiwake. Now, news has come out about him that he's actually torn his right ACL. Ouch. In his knee. And... Nobody knows how or when. And it's he's been told that he needs surgery from his Oyakata and months out of sumo. So that yeah. that's a really major injury. We see it in a lot of sports. Yeah. It's funny though, like whenever a ricochet is told they need surgery, it doesn't always mean they get surgery. So he said he won't have surgery. Right. Mm. Have they thought about not taking their opinion into their medical uh, regime? Yes. Yes, I think it's a very good suggestion and I think it should be implemented immediately. I think mm. he should be strapped down and that knee should be opened up and snipping whatever bits they need to snip. Yeah, I mean, like I guess the thought of them waking up in hospital, <laughs> not remembering oh. how they got there. Oh, my knee great. feels better though. There's the upside. Yeah. My knee feels better. Yeah. Or will but in there's six gotta, months. There's got to be a middle ground. Yes, yes. I mean, I guess him saying he's not going to have it means that he's going to turn up in January and, and try yeah. to retain that Sekiwake rank. We thought there was going to be a third Sekiwake, though. We sure did. The first of our over-promotions, it was Takiyasu. He went 8-7 at Komasubi and we thought, let's pop him up there. Can't deny it. Yep. He got a winning record. He's come, He's on the comeback. He's looking good. We love him. He's turned up to all the trainings. Yep. He's looking like a leader. He did not get promoted to Sekiwake. I, I felt um, he could have been, but there doesn't seem to have been a precedent of guys at Komasubi at that score, 8-7, yeah. moving up to Sekiwake. We could find um, a few examples of three Sekiwake, yeah. which is what they would have needed to be. Yeah, so you can have three Sekiwake and you if Takiyasu had got 10-5, I think they might have made that exception. Yep. But, yeah, 8-7, he moves across from west to east. Uh, and the other Komasubi is Mitakumi, who is coming down from Sekiwake after a disappointing 7-8 result in the last Basho. Yeah, Mitakumi really bouncing around those Sanyaku ranks and even down a little bit further and this time settles at Komasubi. How will he go? We'll see. Now, there's one name, or I would even say two names, two names. Mm. that we were sure were going to be promoted to Komasubi, which would have made that rank quite crowded. But we didn't see Hokuto Fuji and we didn't see 
Daesho. Now, they are both our M1s. Yeah. But let's have a look at their records. So, last time, Hokuto Fuji went 11-4 from Maegashira 4. So, with that amazing record, he moves only to Maegashira 1. I thought this was in the bag for him to go to Komasubi. I thought so too. He... I feel like he's been hard done by and a couple of times now. He's been Komasubi before, so it's not like they don't think that he can represent at that rank. He fought so well in the final week of Kyushu. Yeah. He showed an I would I was calling it a new style of sumo for him. I mean, just really <laughs> determined, yep. never giving up. And 11-4, he, he didn't go to it. But you could say maybe that Daesho, who went 10-5 at Magashira 2, was even more overlooked. Exactly. And to give you a sense of why we are so confused by this, let's head back to Aki in 2019. Uh, Asanayama at Maegashira 2 went 10-5. So exactly what Daesho did, he was promoted to Komasubi. Hokuto Fuji was at Maegashira 1 in that same basho. He went 9-6 and he was promoted to Komasubi. So in that Basho, there were actually four Komasubi, the other two being Abi and Endo. Yeah, in Kyushu, the, the Basho afterwards. So Abi, Endo, Asaniyama and Hokuto Fuji, those two were, were put up. It was crowded. It's There's four, but everybody loves it. Nobody loves uh, a four Komasubi mm. Basho more than me. And I, I, I really do wonder why they decided not to do that. I feel like it was how everything else would play out underneath the consequences that that might have but in terms of Jurio promotion and filling up all the spots. But I, I just don't know. I don't think what happens below these rikishi influences what happens up here. I think if you're, you know, if you're around the top of Jurio or the bottom of Makuchi, maybe what happens above you influences what happens down. But above these guys are stable, mm. the Yokozuna, the Ozeki, the Sekiwake. Mm. I think they failed to reward good efforts at high rankings. Yep. Yep. We were disappointed by this. We can... We will be writing an open letter. Go ahead and say it. Yes, we are disappointed. Uh, let's move on to the Magashira 2 position. Yes, so we have Takara Fuji. He's had a nice healthy bump from Magashira 6 Didn't after mind going 9-6. Yep, love it. Well, actually, on our Vansuke prediction, because we did put those other guys up to Komasubi, we had Takara Fuji at Magashira 1. So I think Magashira 2 is much more... <laughs> Much more of a correct move for him. And on the West, we have Wakataka Kage. He's moved down one slot from Magashira 1. He rescued his basho, you would say, in November in that second week and has managed to stem the slide and only slipped to Magashira 2, which is great news for him. Yeah, I was very impressed with him in that second week. Well, at Magashira 3, we had Kota Shoho moving up from M5 after an 8-7 uh, performance last time. And on Oshaw, another person who salvaged their basho in the second week, <laughs> he has moved down from Maegashira 2 uh, after 7-8. Yeah, Kodoshoho, he's done a couple of interviews saying that uh, he's very keen to keep moving up and he has done it this time. He's moved up to Maegashira 3 and so we're looking for some good sumo from him. Magashira 4, Tochinoshin, he's back in the uh, back in the joy, I think you would say, at this position. He came up from Magashira 7 after going 9-6. Good signs from him. And Tamawashi is the other Magashira 4. Moved up a couple of spots from 6 after going 8-7. It's a nice little uh, bump for him. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you move two spots after going 8-7, you can always sort of thank your lucky stars there. It's a little bit cheeky. 
Maegashira 5, Endo moves up from Maegashira 7 after an 8-7. So I think I'm going to start applying the two rank move for the 8-7s now. Well, wait till you get further down the list oh. and you'll, you won't do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Okunumi is our other Maegashira 5. He slips only one place from Maegashira 4 after 6-9. Now talk Come about on. getting away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Okanumi has, has slipped someone a little little Christmas treat, I think, because that is lovely for him. Magashira 6, we've got Ryuden. Great performance. 9-6. We loved the end of his basho. Or well, not the end, the middle of his basho yeah, I was going to say, I loved the middle, yep. the beginning and the end. Oh, you loved the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I loved the whole thing. You're back on board with Ryuden. He came up from Magashira 10, so four positions after 9-6. Pretty nice. Kagiyaki dropped from Magashira 3 to 6 after going 5-10. Mm. What do he, you think about that? Well, also I think he's, split someone. Yeah, I would have bumped him down a few more. 5-10 is not a great score, but the way he went about the 5-10 was the thing that left me a little bit flat with his <laughs> performance. Let's move on to the Magashira 7 position. We have Meisei moving up from Magashira 10 after 9-6. Toby Zaru is our other Maegashira 7. He slips from Maegashira 4 after a 6-9 performance last basho. I think this is a good position for him. Yeah. It's going to let him fight a little bit further down the Banzuke and hopefully get that Kachikoshi this time. The other thing that the Banzuke does often show is the person that they're going to be fighting on the first day. Um, not always up the top, but uh, it's quite likely that Meisei and Tobizaru will go each other up against each other on day one, so that will be a great matchup. And I, I agree, Tobizaru in the upper middle is is more where he might have a chance to sort of settle down. Uh, I think he's been told not to do his uh, pose as well, the one where he sort of does a love what I call a love heart above his head. He's been told to settle down and do some sensible sumo. That sucks straight up. Have they not appreciated? What is great about Tobizaru, what he brings to the sport. And I don't think it's even to, to foreign fans. I think it's to Japanese fans as well. Like who, who amongst the ladies and the men don't love to see him doing the love heart? Sumo elders, lighten up. Lighten up, for lighten goodness up. sake. Magashira 8. Tokashoryu. Again, cementing his spot in, in the middle of Makuchi at the moment. Yeah, and good to see him stem that slip after his win yeah. er, uh, earlier <laughs> in the year. Uh, and I think, you know, M8's where he should be at the moment. Yeah, he's moved up one spot. Kirabiyama is the other. Now, he had a shocker. We know that. He went 3-12 and has come down from 1. But going from 1 to 8 is, is not too bad. It's perhaps not as bad as it could have been. And with all the training he's doing now... The shoulder, he wasn't winning, I should say, in the training a whole lot. He was kind of even um, and even tending on the loss side. But, I mean, all the training has got to do something. Uh, look, I, I think we will look back at his November basho as a blip. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Magashira 9. Magashira 9, we've got Chianakuni after fighting his way back to Makuchi, coming in at Maegashira 14 last time, he went 10-5. I loved every second of his sumo. On the other side, we've got Myogiryu. He's sliding down from Maegashira 5 after a disappointing 4-11. and 11. Yeah. I think he's done okay there. He'll be looking to rescue that upper Makuchi status after January. But Chionokuni can't wait 
to see him fight. Well, I think if he can put in another solid effort, I, I don't mean it needs to be double digits, but just a solid effort, I think I'll breathe a big sigh of relief. Well, if we know one thing about it, he will be looking for double digits. Shimano Umi, after his great performance, 11-4 in November from Magashira 17, even uh, challenging for the Yusho at one point, he's moved up to 10. Do you think that's that's enough or should he have gone to M1? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it's it's about right. And I do think he'll have better luck down here. Yeah. Because um, uh, for me, it's always gradual movement upwards is better than than bouncing all the way up. So yep. I think he'd be thrilled with that effort. He did bring shame to the Maegashira 17 position by not winning the yeah. show <laughs> last time. But um, yeah, can't wait to see what he does with this. Well, his buddy is Aoyama who's fallen a couple of positions from Magashira 8 with a 6-9 position, so he's uh, got away with that a little bit. They might fight on the first day, but I think Shimano Umi will have all the confidence in the world at this rank and, and should perform quite well. 100%. Magashira 11 now. We have Chia Tairu after fighting his way to 9-6 at M15 last time. Every time I think Chia Tairu's done, <laughs> he finds a way to stay in his career <laughs> yeah. and come back. So it's great to see him moving up four positions to that Maya Gashira 11 spot. His mate on the other side, Echo. He's sliding down two spots from Maya Gashira 9 after a 6-9 performance last time. Yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on him. Uh, he just looked a little bit powerless in November and like something was wrong, but we didn't quite know what, as is often the case in Sumo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'd lost the will to Sumo in 2020 and fair enough, but uh, hopefully he regains it in January. Magashira 12, we have Ichinojo. He's moved up one position after his 8-7 record and he is with the big and the small Teretsuyoshi who has slipped from Magashira 8, so slipped four positions after going 5-10. He'll be disappointed with that, I think. Um, he was, he favours himself, you know, he's, he's I, a confident guy. I favour him too. And let's contrast his 510 from last Basho to Kagiyaki's, which I described as flat. I thought Teretsuyoshi's 510 was exciting, full of spirit. So yeah, a disappointing slide for him to be at Maegashira 12, but big things will come. Maegashira 13, we have Akua, who made his Makuchi debut in November. He moves from M16 up three positions to Maegashira 13 after a 9-6 record and a very uh, impressive start to his top division career. But we heard some bad news. Yeah, he, uh, the bad news continues for him. Remember he got oh, the car his crash. car got hit by a, a dump truck and he got whiplash in November and now he has COVID along with nine other rikishi in his uh, Tatsunami stable. So this yeah, is terrible news. awful. Uh, the, there's been some talk that the symptoms are not too bad and that they, they're looking okay, but as is we've said, is often the way in the world of sumo we haven't heard a lot and so yeah. we just wish him absolutely every best thought do, and but a speedy recovery. We would be expecting that he won't turn up for I'd, January. I don't think he could. You, I mean, you could feasibly be COVID negative by yes, the time it starts. And look, the thing about Aqua, the car crash uh, that he had actually helped his sumo. <laughs> yeah. So let's hope that he can turn this COVID diagnosis into a positive Well, if as you've well. seen this guy smile, you know that he's, he takes life with a, a very positive attitude. So maybe he can come through a car accident and COVID and, uh, and win a U-show, who knows. 
Chia Shoma is uh, the other Magashira 13. He, as well as Aqua, moved up from Magashira 16, but he did it with only an 8 7 record. What's going on here? Oh, no, they Come did on. swap east to Come west, on. but still, Chia Shoma. <laughs> That's three positions on 8 7. Very lucky. Yeah. Uh, Hoshoryu is our Maegashira 14, or one of them. He was unlucky to get a, a losing record. He went 7 and 8 last time, so he only slips one position. He was M13. Our other Maegashira 14 is Midori Fuji. He's coming up from his Jurio 2 position after a 10-5 Yusho win in November. Yeah. We're looking forward Exciting. to this. Can't yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. Love this guy. We had a rush of blood to the head when we were doing our prediction and put him up at, like, eight or seven or something like that just really forced him up there. We did. Well, we, we have seen it before. We saw Chiana Cooney go quite high last time after winning from Jury 06 from memory. Yeah. I think he ended up in about the same spot. Uh, but yeah, let's, fingers crossed that he stays injury free for 2021. Can't wait to see what he does. Magashira 15, it's Yutaka Yama. Now, he ended up as uh, at 6'9". At the end of November at 12, that was a bit of a stem the flow as well. He was looking pretty bad um, but managed to scrape together that record. So he has stayed in Makuchi, very lucky, at 15. And Kodnawaka, who has just slipped one position after his 7-8 record, is with him at that position. Maegashira 16, we have a name that we don't see down this far very often. It's Kaisei. Mm. He went 6 and 9 at Maegashira 12, so that's a four-spot slip for him. Now, I went back and had a look at the last time he was down this low, and it was actually January 2012 oh, he wow. was in the Maegashira 16 position. Right. So, you know, we know him as a ricochet who does bounce around, but, yeah, hopefully this basho he can just steer the ship right. Yeah, yeah, he'll be wanting to, to return to the, the middle of the pack, you have to say. The other Maegashira 16 is the old man, the 35-year-old Akiseyama, who has been putting in some very consistent sumo down in Jurio. In November, he went 9-6 at Jurio 1. It's his second time at Makuchi. He did come up once before. That was back in March 2016. Bad news is he went <laughs> he went into the same position. He went into Maegashira 16 and he went 4-11 and was instantly demoted back to Jurio. Yeah. So fingers crossed um, he can put together a better score. Well, look, the hype is palpable around Akisiyama on, uh, the, on the message boards. Is that true? Because yeah. I, I know a lot of people don't like him and that, he, you know, his style is quite slow and he's an older guy, but... I see those as two really positive things. Yeah, I think... I, I've been surprised. I think the overall reaction to this is, is oh, really good. positive. Right. It's good I mean, hear. there's a bit, you know, he looks funny or whatever, but mostly people are saying that he's actually doing very good sumo. Yeah. And I think without going back and watching him in 2016, I would say I would hazard a guess that his, his sumo is even better at the moment because he is looking strong um, and he's he's certainly immovable he, he a lot of the is. time. Yeah, and like is. Pretty comfortable taking on much younger and smaller rikishi. Well, we finally arrived at Magashira 17 and there's a lone Sadanumi there. He went 5'10 at Magashira 11, so he's uh, saying thank you to the sumo gods for keeping him in Makuchi. Uh, he only had one Kachikoshi in 2020, Sadanumi. Yeah. It was in July. He went 8'7. I think... I think we're starting to see the sunset on Sadanumi. That's a lot of S's. Um, he, he only got two Kachikoshis in 2019. Mm. So I think we are 
seeing the end for him. Fingers crossed. We love the guy. I think he's been injured as well. Yeah. He's, he's not someone who, who shows his, well, apart from that beautiful cross tape, yeah. <laughs> the work of art tape. But uh, I think the injuries are sort of starting to spread around. Yeah. Um, and maybe getting a bit hard to deal with. So that is the Makuchi division, the top division of the January Basho. Who slipped out? Yeah, so you mentioned it earlier. Enho is down to Jurio 3. Did I, you think that was harsh? I thought it was a little harsh, but I think if you're going to put him down in Jurio, put him down. Yeah, and also it rewards the people who did well. So Ishira. Jurio 1, yes. Chiamaru moves up, he's Jurio 2, Dayamami, he's the other Jurio 1 and um, you, you've got to reward the people who actually did well. You do and I, I think everyone will be keeping a close eye on how Enho goes here. Um, I don't think he's going to find easy competition. No, no. Well, if the training was anything, I know mm. they're not going their fullest, but um, he was being pushed around a little bit. Kodayuki was the other guy who dropped out of Makuchi. He didn't participate at all in November, which is a real shame. He'd worked so hard to get back. He's dropped to Jurio 9 and I have no idea whether we'll see him or not. I haven't heard anything about him. No, I've heard nothing. Uh, they've been very, very quiet about him. Ura moved to Jurio 10, which when I saw it, I was a little underwhelmed by. Yeah, I was kind of expecting, I think everyone was expecting him to bounce into Jurio yeah. and then to just be like, da, 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 win it and go to Jurio 1 and then win that and then suddenly become Yokozuna or something. Yeah, so he went 9-6 at Jurio 13. So, you know, I guess we're all excited about seeing him back, but slow and steady does win the race. Yep. There were some newbies to Jurio. They announced those just after the November Basho. So we did know about them, but uh, here's a little um, reminder. There was Ryoko. That's his real name. He doesn't have a, a different Shikona. It's a lovely name. I hope he doesn't change it. Yeah, don't change it. It's beautiful. Uh, so Shiraishi has changed his name to Toka. No, I knew that wouldn't work. I knew that K has to come first, but this is Toha Kuryu. I'm going to need a bit of practice with that one. Well, that's low-key difficult to say, Toha Kuryu. Because yeah. you're so used to the K in sumo names. So uh, he is down the bottom of Jurio from up from Makushita. Yago is back. No way. At Jurio Is he 13. really? Yes. Oh, good on you. And I think he's worked so hard. I mean, he was down in, in Makushita after his injury and then he stayed there for quite a while. He wasn't quite getting yeah. – he was getting three fours and um, he's back two in the fives. But he's, he's made his way back. He's worked very hard. And the other is Oho, who's bounced up to Jurio 11. So there's huge hype about him. How He's only 19 or 20, isn't he? I think he's young. I don't yeah. know his, his exact age. But, yeah, he's um, he used to be called Naya, ex-Naya, uh, Taiho's grandson. So Taiho is one of the greatest Yokozuna of all time before Hakuho came along, of course. He had the record for the most top division championships for 46 years before Hakuho. So he was the, the previous goat. And Oho's father also was, was sumo. He had a bit of a coloured career. He, he um, did have a controversial time of it with, with match fixing and stuff and he now has a YouTube channel where he calls out match fixing and calls out a whole lot of things, problems that he sees in the sumo world. But I'm sure he would be proud of his grandson who has now made it into the secretary ranks for the very first time. So you've only told me about this YouTube channel, so I need to go and Yeah, have a look at it. I heard about it a while ago. I, I think I didn't look it up or listen to it because I knew it would be fully in Japanese. And, and also the negativity, I think, at the time being in 2020 and yeah, <laughs> everything, I was like, let's that. not, let's yeah, just keep Sumo enough. positive. But, yeah, it sounds, 
sounds like he's had a, a pretty bad time of it and now he's he's jaded and it's like that that all staff where email when you leave your company and you just air every single grievance and then <laughs> <laughs> we got one of those the other day at my work interesting so yes yeah, so ojo he's one to look out for uh Another one to look out for is Hakuho Protege Hokuseho. Mm, so this man. young, big, affable man has burst onto the scene, hasn't lost a bout yet, uh, and he moves to Makushta 15. Yes, huge. Which is high. Huge. He is within striking distance of Jurio now. Yeah, he sure is. He's also within striking distance of the um, the record for the most wins from the start of your career. So he's got 23 now. So if he got all seven in Makushta plus a playoff, he'd have the record, which is... Plus a playoff. <laughs> which is 30. <laughs> like you're wishing for him to have a playoff. He's like, oh, couldn't I just win it outright? No, you need a playoff yeah. to get to the record. <laughs> I, I don't know if his streak will continue. He certainly looks very dominant and he's training under Hakaho and... He's got everything he needs in the world. So. Well, he's only going to get stronger. He's only going to get better. And he's training under one of the best. Yes. You know, yep. All Look signs out for him. point to yes. Now, I did recognise a name next to his in the <laughs> Bunzuke. <laughs> yes. So he's at uh, Makushta 15 and at Makushta 16, it's our mate, Arby. Wow. How do you feel about this? I think he's done his time. We were talking about it and about how it was a harsh penalty. He did something really, really stupid and um, we've since realised, you know, how well, it's been it's been concreted how serious COVID is and he just behaved like an absolute tool. And the punishment has come through and he's now at Makushta 16, probably um, has been training but hasn't, you know, isn't in the, his best form probably and he's got to fight back. I'm really interested to see how he goes. Yeah, yeah. One thing I've realised in the interim is that people still love him. Yeah. People love his style. People love his uh, his attitude. <laughs> and and they're, they're really keen to see him back. And so why why don't I hop on board that train as well? Yeah. I'm going to wait. Okay. You're reserving. Yeah, I'm reserving judgment. Well, we don't even know if he's going to start. Maybe he's quit sumo. I, I've heard that he's training. Yeah. But well, he would have quit right at the start. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. It'd be pretty Arby to just like quit on day, on day one, of one if he loses. When you meant to come back. <laughs> oh, if he loses, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, that's it for our Banzuke episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, where we will be back on January. 11, uh, it's January 10. 10. I yep. always get the date wrong. <laughs> well, I think it's because January 11th is the day we go back to work, oh, which true. is really in our head, but we get the joy of sumo before that. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a huge, huge basho. Fingers crossed it goes ahead. Yep. All signs point to green at the moment. But things <laughs> can change reason. <laughs> very, very quickly in the sumo world. Uh, say hello to us on social media and we'll see you then. Please do. Merry Christmas or happy uh, season of your choosing and we'll see you in 2021. Bye. Bye. Bye.